Hi guys, John Winery here, your stress coach. This is a short introductory podcast. We hope you enjoy it. I was recently asked about my thoughts on the current lockdown and its impact on national mental health. In the same breath, the inquirer also asked about the effects of loneliness, specifically on me. So I thought it would make an interesting podcast. It's a very interesting topic and of grave concern to everyone. So when we consider the psychological research into loneliness, it clearly states that loneliness can be a significant risk factor for adverse mental health outcomes such as anxiety, depression, substance abuse and suicide. It's fair then in these circumstances to suggest that the pandemic is causing an epidemic of loneliness. And while those of us who are used to a full and valued social circle may find this pandemic situation to be difficult, it's important to note that there is a distinct difference between loneliness and being alone. As someone who spends 90% of my time alone, I can appreciate that solitude isn't everyone's cup of tea. But maybe I can give some insights and strategies from my own experience that have helped me through previous lockdowns. I'm going to talk about three activities that I use and hopefully these activities can help you if you choose to implement them. As my family will attest, I'm avid in three areas. Psychology, but I'm not going to talk about that today. Zen practice and reading. I also use exercise as an excuse to leave the house on occasion. We'll talk more about that later. As an avid reader, I have an extensive home library and one which grows with every passing birthday, Christmas and visit the Amazon. My taste in literature isn't normal according to my kids, mostly textbooks on martial arts, safety and health, psychology, sports medicine, leadership and management and of course Zen, with just a smattering of novels and the odd biography in there to make it look respectable. Needless to say, in recent times, I've immersed myself in quite a lot of reading. As I tell my kids and many adult friends, books are like TV for smart people. One can learn a lot by picking up a book. That's my first activity. I don't consider myself to be overly religious, having abandoned Roman Catholicism at around the age of 14 or 15 finding deep solace and an affinity with the practice of Zen, an offshoot from my martial arts practice, I guess, something that I was involved in for over a quarter of a century and attained a high level of proficiency in. Boy, that statement makes me sound really old. You are, I hear my kids saying. Anyway, my daily meditation practice has been my go-to mental health strategy. I spend 30 minutes twice a day sometimes in meditation, usually first thing in the morning and then again early in the evening, usually directly after work. This allows me to reduce the stress of the day and prepare me for any social interactions I may have in the evening. And when possible, a visit to my local Zendo to meet up with other like-minded folk can be a great comfort and a source of deep spiritual pursuit. But one can always return to the essence of life the breath, at any time and in any place. 
That's my second go-to strategy. The last one's exercise. As a big, and I mean big, food and drink lover, lockdowns played havoc with my waistline. So in an attempt to discard the some four stone of excess weight I currently carry, and with the gyms being closed, I heavily rely on virtual BT, PTs, kettlebells, resistant bands, long walks in the park, and my own extensive fitness knowledge to assist me. My success won't be measured on the sad step, as Joe Wicks, the body coach, refers to scales, but in my ability to fit into clothes that haven't seen the light of day since lockdown began. My determination spurred on by the fact that lockdown will eventually end and I will get back to working in an office with other people and social interactions with family and friends at the weekends. Things you just can't wear sweats to. Well, those are just some of the ways that I've coped with lockdowns and forced working that have kept me locked away from the world. And maybe there's something in these strategies that you too can implement for yourself. Thankfully, we also have technology to keep us entertained. But try not to get too immersed in social media. Try instead to use FaceTime instead of Facebook. Zoom instead of TikTok. Teams instead of Snapchat. Or some other platform that allows you to connect with people. We are, after all, social beings. We need connection with others to maintain a sense of belonging and togetherness and to maintain sanity while in isolation. I hope this short podcast has helped. Please comment or connect with me even if it is just for a chat. Thanks for listening and stay safe. This has been a bi-weekly production for the Stress Coach Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the content. Please like, comment and subscribe for more. You can also find The Stress Coach on Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter.